Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Come on by, prices so low. It'll blow your mind. That, of course, is the warehouse. Uh, we're hey, going to talk. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're going to talk to Keith Smith, right? Great NBA source and looking forward to it. But can I correct one thing? Go for it. You know, we all love Sven around here. He's a regular contributor to our show through uh, through various means, especially Twitter. But uh, he uh, he tweeted and he said, "Might be my new favorite Gordon Monson quote." Quote through my ears, I've seen a lot. I think he's joking, but I said through my years, not through my ears. I've I heard ears. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. So get it straight. I All think right. the problem might be in you who sees through their ears. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Let's get out of the zone phone. Uh, let's talk a little NBA basketball. Joining us now, longtime NBA writer. He's our friend Keith Smith with us back on the big show. What's up, Keith? Hey, guys. How are you? Crazy uh, week, but, but we're past the craziness now. Well, yeah, speaking to that, let's let's get into the trade deadline. What, uh, what do you think, um, Gordon and I were chatting about this yesterday. What do you think was the most impactful deal made? I think uh, long-term, it's everything that Orlando did. Uh, they really set themselves up nicely to uh, you know, tear this down and rebuild. But I think for the immediate term, I think uh, the Denver Nuggets acquiring Aaron Gordon, that, that, that puts them firmly in the mix in the Western Conference. They might have been there already, but I think they strengthened an already pretty good team. So I think for right now, this, this present season, that was the move that, that's probably going to make the biggest difference. When Orlando does what it did, do, do the, does the fan base understand it? Are they willing to uh, to go along with that? Because that's a long haul home, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it, it depends on your fan base. The, the Magic fan base is a little bit weird. This is uh, Orlando is not a city that a lot of people are from. It's a city a lot of people move to. They tend to come with their own team, um, or they're just general fans and casual fans. So. So they, they don't really mind. But the hardcore Magic fans, they, and there are you know a good amount of them, they have asked for this. They didn't want to be stuck in this cycle of let's chase the seventh or eighth seed in the playoffs, and, and that's where we'll be. They, they wanted to bottom this thing out, go get stars, try to find your next Shaquille O'Neal or Dwight Howard in the draft and rebuild that way. So they, they got their wishes, and Orlando got, got a pretty good haul for the guys they traded away. So now, now they just got to hang in there for probably a couple years at least while that all comes together. One of those guys, Keith, of course, is Aaron Gordon. Um, out west here, a lot of people talking about the move the Nuggets made. What do you think, uh, or I guess I'll put it this way, how do you think he will fit with that Nuggets team? Hey, he's going to fit in great. I think he's their version of what they haven't had all year uh, since they lost Jeremy Grant in, in the offseason. And I think Gordon comes in as a big uh, forward. He, he can 
defend on the wing. Some of those bigger perimeter players, the guys like LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, those guys have given the Nuggets problems because they haven't had somebody that they can really throw at him. So I think Gordon's going to give him that. He's not going to shut those guys down. Nobody shuts those guys down, but at least you make them work. And he's had success against both of those guys in the past, including Kawhi in a playoff series a couple years ago. So he gives them that offensively uh, because he shot it quite well. That's going to really help quite a bit. And then you can envision him kind of playing off Nikola Jokic as they've spaced the floor with their other guys where Gordon's going to get a lot uh, off cuts and to the, to the rim where Jokic will find him on those dives and he gives them a vertical threat that they've kind of been lacking this year. So I think it's a really uh, big pickup and mostly because they gave up Gary Harris who's been out of the rotation a lot this year due to injury and RJ Hampton who wasn't going to be part of the playoff rotation anyway. So Norm Powell comes out to Portland and Rajon Rondo, I don't know how you feel about him at this stage in his career, but it seems like the West is getting tougher and tougher all the time. Yeah, absolutely. The West teams are going for it there. I, I, I was explaining to someone earlier today, what you have happening this season is there's no Golden State Warriors where it feels almost kind of inevitable that everything has to absolutely break right for you to beat them um, and, and take them down. Teams feel like, hey, we, we can get there. We're, we're as good as the Lakers, even if they are healthy. And if they're not healthy, we're definitely better. So, so you're seeing teams really feel comfortable with, well, we're going to load up and, and make a big run at this. I think Portland getting Norman Powell is a great get. Powell, because of his time with the Raptors, is very used to playing um, behind, uh, playing with two other small guards. He's become that kind of big third guard. They're going to get a lot of mileage out of three guard lineups in Portland. And then Rondo, we'll see. I like him better than Lou Williams uh, for the uh, Clippers because Williams was kind of being phased out. They needed somebody who was more of a playmaker than a scorer in that position to give them a little bit of depth. So I think Rondo will help him. And if he's playoff Rondo like we've seen, then he's really going to help a lot. The Jazz have three games in six nights against Memphis. They have uh, back-to-back games tonight and tomorrow against Memphis here. They play Cleveland, and then they play Memphis again. What are your thoughts on kind of the, I guess, uniqueness of that to start? And what do you think about Memphis and, uh, you know, how tough it will be to play that team three times in a row? Yeah, well, we've had these kind of mini series, and, and it seems like the coaches kind of like them. They, I, I think they like the idea that it cuts down on the travel. You can see see a team a couple times and get 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 a little familiarity. Boston's in the middle of that right now. They, they're going to play Milwaukee uh, for a second straight game here tonight, and then we've seen these all year long. I think what's interesting about it is. If you catch a team at the right time, for example, everybody would love to play the Lakers in a miniseries right now because they don't have LeBron and AD. If you catch them when they do, those are much different games. As far as the Grizzlies go, they play very, very hard. Um, they, they, they are, they're not the most skilled team in the world, but they play extremely hard every single night. Uh, Taylor Jenkins gets a lot out of those guys. They're very well coached. John Morant is a really, really fun player to watch um he's you know very productive player uh it's very um uh, almost kind of scary some of his drives to the rim because you're afraid you know he might hurt himself with the way he goes up and the force he lands with uh and then then the rest of their guys they've just kind of got a little bit of that lunch pail mentality where it's you know all right let's get after let's let's go 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 do this and they're doing all of it without jaron jackson jr who's easily their second best player so they're they're a tough team uh, and they're going to be a force in that playing tournament 
Keith, you talked about the uh, mad race in the West, uh, and you said you talked about the Nuggets getting better, Portland and and the Clippers, uh, and and the Lakers struggling a little bit right now with their health. Where does that leave the Utah Jazz? And how do you think they're viewed? Remember last year in the bubble, the Jazz up 3-1 on those Nuggets, and then they end up losing that. Uh, they've made so much progress, it seems, since then. Have they made enough? Yeah, I think how they're viewed by folks around the league is there's a little bit of prove it to me you can do it when it counts the most. Um, there's become a discounting of regular season success by good teams teams that have kind of been successful for at least a couple years and that's that's a little unfair i i think that's you know you know tough we don't want to just throw that away but but i think that's where people are at now is all right show us you know what you can do when it really counts and i think the jazz um for my personal opinion i think they're in great shape i i, I think you know they, they i know they added matt thomas that was a fairly minor move but i don't think they needed that to add anything i think they knew who they're uh, rotation guys are they feel very comfortable with those guys as long as they're healthy they, they've got a good mix of offense and defense they've got good uh, bench depth uh, I think the Jazz are well positioned to come out of the Western Conference and I know a couple people were asking me over the last uh, day or so of you know why didn't they do something though they should have went and made a move and I kind of looked at it and said you know well, what move was there to make it would have been you know trade trade in a Oh, away from one position of strength to maybe firm up something else. I don't think they had a big move they had to make. Keith, is there going to be a prize on the buyout market, do you think? Uh, we'll see. Uh, it's, the buyout market's always a little weird where, where we all get all excited and we all go crazy about these guys, and then, and then they average you know two points a game in the playoffs and don't do anything. Um, so I think we need to be uh, kind of cautious with this. That said, there are some better players than normal. If you go back to, you know, Blake Griffin, we'll see if he can kind of, you know, find, find the uh, rejuvenation machine and, and get it going for the, uh, for the um, Nats. Uh, Andre Drummond, he's a younger player who I think has a chance to really uh, help a couple different teams. I, I'm not the biggest Andre Drummond guy in the world, but, but I do think he can help teams. And then I think um, – LaMarcus Aldridge is a guy who will help. And then we'll see who else shakes loose. After kind of those couple guys in Aldridge and Drummond, the rest of the guys, it's the old saying that front offices always have, if they're available, there's a reason they're available. I always find these deals made by teams that are supposed to be pretty good, pretty talented, and they're just looking to edge themselves forward. The Celtics go out and get Fournier, who's got this great reputation as a shooter. What does that do for the Celtics? they didn't have before yeah they, they were really struggling offensively behind jason tatum and jalen brown kemba walker has been a little inconsistent he's starting to play better but he doesn't play in in the second night of back-to-back so that that's a little bit of a tricky spot there that that boston has to work around um with that but for the most part they needed another guy who could make shots and maybe create a little offense off the dribble and that's what fournier does for them there's been far too many times this year where people are saying tatum and brown need to pass the ball more while overlooking that you know they after you've uh, done a driving kick uh, four or five times then you've kicked it out and uh, it's gone nowhere it's ended up in a turnover or a missed jump shot 
it starts to feel, well, maybe my contested jumper is a little bit better uh, than that. And that, that's kind of what's gone on. So that, that'll give them that. And then this team just needed a little bit of a shakeup. They, they haven't played well all season. Their guys have been in this really kind of odd mix that hasn't come together. So I, I think, you know, you add on the on-court with what he's going to bring, you know, just a little bit of new, new fresh blood in the into the locker room. That's going to really help Boston. Keith, thank you as always for jumping on with us. We really appreciate it. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Y'all stay safe, you and yours. Back at you, Keith. Thank you very much. Uh, that's our friend Keith Smith, longtime NBA writer, and he jumps on with us from time to time. We always appreciate it when he does. He likes the jazz, but there's still that prove-it-to-me thing going on out there. Yep. All right, we're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Clayton join, uh, jumping on with us once again. What's going on, Clayton? I'm just having a blast with you guys today. It's been fun today, man. We've had a lot of people uh, breeze by, too, and say hello. It's been great. It finally just slowed down like a second. Hey, people know good deals when they hear them, Clayton. That customer that he was talking about the, being a, a Cardinals fan, Yeah, yeah. He got the he got the alley special. Okay. So he got that queen. He got that queen seven ninety nine adjustable head up and the mattress, and he just he just took off. And it's kind of like finally we can take a bite of my lunch and get a drink for a second. <laughs> they got a sweet setup. I, I saw he them did. going out with the with the mattress and all that. I mean, and the best part the is he had a truck and took it with him, <laughs> so I don't have to deliver it. You don't need to deliver <laughs> it. Your back's gonna be okay. Yeah, we're chilling. No, we we haven't talked much delivery today. You guys do deliver and for the best rates in town. We do we do do delivery, but you know what I'm finding? Save the extra seventy five bucks or whatever. Get a truck. Get somebody to come pick it up and have it now. I mean, we've been talking about things being tricky um, because of, of the pandemic that we've gone through here in, in the last year. And it's not just me, okay? It's a lot of businesses and everyone in my industry, in the furniture industry, has suffered. I'm not going to hide and say that I haven't suffered. Guys, it's been super hard to get inventory. I don't make furniture. I'm just the middle guy. So if, if my manufacturers can't get me product... It's really hard. The cool thing about my our business model that when my dad started doing this is that we do have special guys that give us deals that are available. Hey, we got this this week. You want it? And because of that, we've kind of been able to like sneak by. Well, you've got stuff here. And we looking, have I'm, stuff here. I'm, and I'm get sitting it. on it. Yeah. And, and and that's the point. And that's what I kind of wanted to hit on hit on 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 this on this uh, break is that listen here at the warehouse you can come in you can order stuff. I got catalogs. You can get the nicest of the nicest stuff. But it takes a while because I don't build the furniture. I got stuff right now, Jake. Come in. Check us out. I wanted to talk about because, you know, Vidal kind of felt left out. And I know it kind of seemed cheesy. We're doing everybody's deal today. Oh, he gets a deal. He gets a deal. But, you know, it's actually Vidal's last day. I know. We were. I was thinking we might need to have Vidal jump on on the next one. I want to get Vidal to yeah. jump on on the next one. We'll have Vidal jump on in the next one, and we'll talk to Vidal because it is his last it's day. It's his last day uh, here here with us in, in Salt Lake. He's. Uh, I'm not going to say. I'll let him talk about it in, in the next break, but I'm going to do something really cool. I have the world's leading manufacturer in furniture, okay? okay. I, can't, I can't say the name. Because we may or may not be right next to them. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're All talking right? about. We have two of their sectionals on our floor. Actually, three. We just put this one out. We have three of their sectionals on our floor. We also have a sofa sleeper. 
and I'm going to do this sofa sleeper in, in Vidal's name. We have a queen-size sofa sleeper, black, leather, normally $9.99. We got it marked $5.99. It's a black that? leather pull-out you know, sleeper, um, and it's the manufacturer that's sitting right next to us. If you go order it from them, could take 9, 12 weeks. I got it here. Come buy it. Bring your truck. Bring your neighbor's truck. I don't know. Look somebody up on KSL to come bring. And help. the price is better, too. And we have a great price. Yeah. $5.99 sofa sleeper. Come get it today because we got it in stock. Boom. Get it done. 1825 South, 300 West. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Time for Drop of the Day, also known as Sounds of Various Clips. We're very excited. We're going to have a live Drop of the Day today. Dropping by here live at the warehouse here for another sermon. He is the Rev, Reverend Renfro. What's going on, Rev? Well, happy Friday, my brothers. And so good to be here with y'all at the warehouse on 1825 South, 300 West, where you most definitely find prices so low, it'll doggone just blow your mind. <laughs> hey, and what a week it's been. Our jazz man, Alec Jensen, said the timing just wasn't right and said no to the folks up on the hill. And that flame-throwing, headband-wearing, gun-slinging, hotshot QB down south strutting his stuff for pertinent near the whole NFL. What a thrill. And speaking of fuego, I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. He may be too cool for school, but Joe Ingles, so hot right now, Joe Ingles, even though he won't say so. And you know what else is hot? I mean, blazing brothers, the prices down here at the warehouse. And no, they ain't paying me. I'm just doing my best to impress upon you this voodoo that they do. King and queen size memory foam and tranquility mattresses. I'm talking air technology, gel infused, pillow top. And let me drop this on you, my people. Also, including an adjustable base for not the regular price of $16.99. No! <laughs> you come on down this weekend and pounce upon this vivacious, vainglorious Vidal special for only $9.99. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of vivacious, I'm sure old Boyan is gracious and won't gloat. Because Gordon Monson sure didn't have to hold his breath too long. And should never, ever hold the mustard on that hot dog of hope. And Jazz Nation shouldn't be holding back on their excitement right now. Because Lindsay and Zanuck just pulled off another John and Lingo heist. The Iceman cometh, Matt Thomas, Matty Ice. Toronto just let this fella go for the tail and the horns. But this ballin' brother is worth 10 cows, and Vivin is about to get a little warm. Oh, I'm talking about make Ray Allen look like he got stuck taking the one-minute milk gallon challenge. Gonna look like Reggie Miller on Ritalin. Gonna make Dale Ellis jealous, make Mark Price wrong and broke like J.J. Reddick reborn, and that's no joke. 
Harder than a Juice Newton torrid love affair. <laughs> Better than rounding the bases while high-fiving Gandhi. Oh, it's like drinking rum in a chocolate shop filled with candy. <laughs> and speaking of sweet, I'm just saying, and to the good people of the 12 the Zone congregation, I'm not playing. You've got to come down to the warehouse. Get up, get on up, get off your behinds. Price is so low, boom! It's going to blow your mind. Make some noise if you hear my voice. Am I getting through to you? Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, indeed. Woo, woo. Well, amen. Well, now the Rev's energy is gone and spent. It's like I just chugged down some Z-Quill after eating the boat anchors, so I'll just end with amen. 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 Reverend Renfro, the Rev. Delivering his sports sermon today. Rev, thank you, sir. Well done. I'm Boom, you right now. As Clayton the, would say. The Rev should open his own church, I think. Don't Tell you me? what, the Rev was on fire today. How about that? Thank you very much, Rev. We appreciate you. It's it's good to see you. How about that? I like that, Gordon. <laughs> Two weeks in a row with the Rev. Yeah, We're going to have to keep this stuff. up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. It's all, I mean, it's, 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 it's gold, man. Yeah. Especially the little nuanced uh, comments in the middle of it all that all tie the week together. Don't hold your breath. The Rev's a P1, man. He listens. He even had he even he even dropped in the deals that Clayton has been throwing out there today. How about that? We gotta we gotta pull that and send that down here to the good folks at the warehouse. How about that? How about yeah, good that? Good stuff. Big thanks. Big thanks to the Rev. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what do you think? The Rev's fired up about Matt Thomas. Gordo, uh, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um, you know, he's a guy who can certainly shoot the ball, which is something that uh, always impresses you. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, he's not a great defender, and he's been working on that part of his game, but he's he's not. But I mean, if you could go to any team to uh, improve your stock in the NBA, it seems like the Jazz are a great team to be in, uh, to be a part of. Look, Jeff Green, we'll see, yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't work for everybody. <laughs> but Matt Thomas is young still, relatively. So we'll see if if he can, uh, you know, grow his game into something along the lines of what Joe has done. And we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, like I told you yesterday, I'll be really curious to see how many minutes he ends up playing. Now, here at the beginning, I, you know, much, much like Ilyasova, with no practice time, you know, it's going to take a minute to get assimilated. So I don't, I don't see uh, him coming in and playing a bunch of minutes right out, right out of the gate. But like I said yesterday, is this uh, a player who's insurance or is this a player who's going to have a role? I think it's insurance for the time being, as you were alluding to there. But uh, that doesn't mean that he can't grow into something. I mean, uh, look, if you if you can shoot, and this kid can shoot, he can flat shoot it from distance. His percentages have proven that through the years. Uh, then then you got you know you got a chance. At. We'll see. Well, uh, we'll see. It is intriguing. They must think a lot of them. You know, to to make a move because uh, I mean they they traded a second round pick for him, but they could have easily you know not done anything. Right. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> they must like something about him, and uh, we'll we'll certainly see how it goes. Uh, but if the, if the Rev is speaking for the Jazz fans, there's some optimism out there about him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll just have to. Yeah, uh, we'll just have to see. I don't know. 
Uh, he's played in like 68 games or something like that with the Raptors, limited minutes, seven or eight minutes. Uh, but, you know, when you see those percentages from behind the arc, they're, uh, you know, for, was it between 41 and 45%? I mean, that fits right in with what the Jazz like to do. Yeah, no doubt. Then, of course, the Rev uh, talking about Zach Wilson, the other really big story of the day. Did you see that Trevor Lawrence uh, trip, uh, tweeted out uh, uh, Zach Wilson doing the kind of the one throw everybody is tweeting out where he's on his on the run to his left and he throws back across his body. But um, Trevor Lawrence tweeted out about it and kind of added a wow. So he's imp- he's impressed, Gordon. Well, that's what you do when you know you're the number one pick and you don't need to worry about it, you know. But, uh, yeah, he was impressive. He had a nice day today. And I, I'm not sure that these pro days really change anybody's mind. Maybe they do if just go out and lay an egg. But uh, I think all the guys are just sort of reiterating what most of these teams already know. It's just cool to have 31 teams represented down at BYU's indoor practice facility. And, obviously, Zach Wilson was a big part of that, and he was asked about that after and uh it felt good for him to be able to get some eyes on some of his teammates and we'll see how i mean you wonder about guys like brady christensen you wonder wonder about guys like matt bushman uh uh, kairos tonga is anybody paying attention since you're there you see these guys and you think hey if this quarterback is this good maybe some of the other guys pretty good too of the season like the cougars had uh even though it was against uh a relatively easy slate so yeah, he had a good day. He's a good quarterback. He's a talented quarterback, and he's getting better. That's the thing. I, I mentioned this earlier. You and I didn't know how good he was a year ago at this time. You know, well, I, one of us thought he was better than the other, but well, no, no it wasn't that much yeah. of a difference. We argued about it all summer. We didn't even know if he was going to be the starter. I told you he was good. You said, "Well, the way he finished last season, I just don't know." I said, let's wait and see. I told, and, and then I told did. you, I said, he beat USC. What more do you want? You said, well, yeah, you did you say know. that. Yeah. You did say that. It's not like anybody was dogging on him, but we just needed to see it with our own eyes, and we did. And he's just getting better. And, uh, you know, I think guys like A-Rod and uh, John Beck they deserve a lot of credit for working with him, and we're seeing him emerge and do some things. I mean, some of those throws he made during the season, it doesn't matter if you're playing Bo Diddley Tech you know, when you make those kinds of throws that he did from the different angles and different uh, distances, I mean, it takes talent to do that. Anybody with eyes to see can see that. And so, like Steve Young said when he was asked about it today, he said the ceiling is high on most of the categories that are important to a quarterback and uh, with, uh, with Zach Wilson. So, yeah, it's the a bright, bright future. And, yes. you know, the – and so for those who don't understand what Michael was trying to say there, you don't the, the, the ceiling is it, it's not it's obviously the ceiling is below the roof. But what he was trying to say was that the ceiling on his on the on the potential is goes beyond what anybody can imagine. So same thing. That, is that, that what he was saying? Because I don't think that's it. That That is exactly what he was saying. I think because, he, you know, the roof is not what the ceiling is, but the ceiling in the context of a ceiling of what the potential is, is different than the literal ceiling that's beneath the roof. Because the so ceiling he, is beneath the roof. But so the ceiling just, on his ability or on his talent is, you know, beyond that. 
You mean you don't think he just misspoke? No. Oh. I think that's exactly what. Well, you know, I mean. I don't. Look at, I think. Well, well, what misspoke. do you think he was trying to say then? The sky's the limit. <laughs> Play that one more time. We uh, let's uh, let's break this down with. Uh, no, no, we're not care. doing that. All right, we'll no. have more coming up next, live from the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. More straight ahead, ninety-seven-five hey, and twelve eighty. The zone. See, you're afraid I'm right. The ceiling is the roof. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West, prices so low. It'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Gordon, we've got Jazz Game Night pregame show coming up top of the 6 o'clock hour. Tim Lacombe will jump on with me. We'll get you ready for the Jazz and the Memphis Grizzlies. And here, Gordon, I'm, I'm going to tap into you for a little little show prep here. All right. We All have right. The, the hot topic. We do it during the, the second uh, segment of the pregame. And I, I try to, you know, as hot topic would indicate, I try to uh, pin down the, the most interesting storyline of the game to me, and hopefully that translates to interesting to the listeners. If you were uh, selecting a hot topic to the game tonight, Gordon, what would you select? What's the most interesting storyline of this game in your mind? Stopping John Morant. I know. I thought uh, that that was leading the way. I I was debating between game planning against John Morant or the uniqueness of playing three games uh, or three times in four games against the same team. Do you think – how important is that? Do you think that whatever the Jazz use tonight, let's say they win, uh, do you think that it will somehow have to be altered tomorrow night? Yes. Because <laughs> because of the adjustments that the Grizzlies make. Right. Well, let's or do you uh, just go out and play the same game and just let the chips fall where they may? Well, let me put it to you this way. We, we refer, referenced the Trey Young game where he scored three points against the Jazz. Uh, earlier this year, right? Uh, if Four. the Jazz played the Hawks the very next night, do you think Trey Young <laughs> would have had more than three points or no? Four. He would have had more. Two. <laughs> he would have had one fewer. No, he would, just... have, he would have had a much better game because they would have figured out what the Jazz were doing to them, and they would have adjusted to put Trey Young in a better position. I mean, you know, it's not it, – yeah. NBA coaches aren't blind. Exactly. And they're, they're quite good at this stuff. And so that's why that's why I figured the Jazz would go 3-1 and one over this next stretch because when you play a team that many times, it's pretty hard to sweep them. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I would expect a little to and fro on, on this. Now, how Quinn Snyder decides to go about his business, that, that uh, that's interesting to look for. I, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to go, but we're going to find out. And, that, that's kind of cool. That's that's a fun thing to pay attention to. Hey, not that the coaching staff doesn't have real playoff experience doing this, but this is a little bit like a playoff uh, game plan uh, preview, right? You're playing the same team this many times. Yeah, that's yeah. what we were talking about earlier, and that's what Rudy Gobert mentioned as well. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
You know, and this Memphis team at 21 and 20 is a good team. You know, not a great team, but uh, we remember Jaron Jackson is out for the year with a knee. He's a player I actually really like. I I think the future for this Memphis team uh, has the possibility to be bright. Now they're going to build around John Morant, obviously. Um, and rightfully so, but they've got players like uh, Dylan Brooks, Jonas Valanciunas, Kyle Anderson. I mean, you know, guys that that have potential to be to be players. And and Valanciunas, obviously, at uh, 28, has already kind of made his bones in the NBA as a as a good player. But I I like the direction that this Memphis Grizzlies team is going. Actually, a lot of people do. And if the Jazz are capable of losing to the Wizards, they're certainly capable of losing to the Grizzlies. Remember, when, when did the uh, – was it after they drafted John Morant? I guess right around the time that the Jazz got Mike Conley when people were really uh, talking the Grizzlies up, like this is a, a bright team uh, moving into the future. And I, I think they still are. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they're a team that plays good tef- defense, uh, defensive rating of 109.6, sixth in the league. Uh, they play at a high pace. Um they take a lot of twos. They don't take a lot of threes, uh, but uh, they're really good from uh, from two. John Morant, not a real prolific three-point shooter, uh, not yet in his career anyway. He takes about 3.6 per game, but certainly a dynamic player capable of beating whoever's guarding him. And uh, as we know, that creates for others. And uh, Morant uh, coming into this game averaging about seven and a half assists a game. So he's somebody who's willing to create for, for his teammates. Jake, you bring up a great point there. If the Jazz are going to face a tough defense tonight and they start missing their shots and we know they have a preference for the deep ball, uh, if those rebounds are ricocheting all over the place and and the Grizzlies are getting into transition, what has been one of the Jazz's weaknesses this year? It's been transition defense, right? Yep. So if if that occurs, the Jazz are going to have to have to make accommodation for that. They lead the league in steals. Uh, they create a lot of turnovers in general. I mean, they're... another weakness for the Jazz. Right. I think they're some... 18th or 19th in the league in turnovers. The Jazz are. So I mean, they do some things that could give the Jazz problems. Certainly. It's impossible to make those transitions. <laughs> it certainly is, Casey. <laughs> I didn't say anything about a, de- a dog dying. No, you did not. But uh, you mentioned transition and. Uh... Casey knows a, a thing or two Casey about hears transition. All. Yeah, he does. It's, <laughs> it's true. My uh, good friend Casey. Do you think uh, they win specifically tonight? Uh, I. <laughs> well, if they if they focus on defense and they, <laughs> then I think they win. But there there is the if. Uh, I would expect the Jazz to win this game tonight, but I don't want to vex anything. You know. Uh, the Jazz are a better team than the Grizzlies. They're playing on their home floor. We're how many in a row now? 16, 17? 17 wins. Mm-hmm. So I would expect them to continue that streak. But they have to do what Quinn Snyder's been barking at them to do all along in order to earn that. So are they? Uh, I would I would put it like, ah, uh, let's see. I guess I would put a Jazz victory at like. Uh, Don't hold your breath. Fifty-five, forty-five percent. Wow. Fifty-five. Really? That? That? Do you think that? You think the Jazz only have a fifty-five percent chance of winning this game tonight? All right, I'd be willing to move it to sixty, but no higher. Oh ho! We'll burn the barn down. Hey. (laughs) 
<laughs> Careful there, Gordon. Golly. What do you mean? That's pretty They're good. They're the best 16%. team in the league, and it's the Grizzles. The Grizzlies At have home a here in Salt Lake. The Grizzlies, the Grizzlies After have a days record. of rest. You're a you're a negative Nancy. Well, I said only sixty percent. Yeah, right. 60, 60 Give me eighty twenty, Jake. Well, Homer. if it were and call the, me a Homer. Homer. If it were the Lakers, Le- uh, Gordon would give them right. about seventy five percent. LeBron or no? <laughs> Go Jazz! Yeah. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Not true. Yeah, it's totally. If Jordan jazz. Clarkson figures out how to make a basket, uh, don't hold yeah. your breath. One of fifteen. You got to try hold your breath. almost to miss that many shots. <laughs> Gordon was talking about cutting Clarkson yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) These things get so blown out of proportion. Clarkson hit the buyout market because he's had a few rough games. (laughs) I think they ought to give Matt Thomas a try. (laughs) He's coming in to take Clarkson's minutes, huh? (laughs) No, not really. All right, Uh, uh, Gordo, uh, we will we will cut you loose. You enjoy your weekend, buddy, and uh, yeah, enjoy the game tonight. Fifty-five. All the best to you guys and and all the best to our listeners. And Austin, 55, 60%. That's that's pretty optimistic. That is so pessimistic. 80? <laughs> You're going to 80? Yeah, I mean, give me 80. Uh, uh, well, you know, have you never heard the talk that, uh, you know, every NBA team, Jake, sorry, they're, NBA, they're NBA players? I mean, yeah, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. You still got to beat them. Uh-huh. They're still the best team in the league. Thank you, Gordon. Be well. All right, you too. Don't hold your breath. We're live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. And Clayton uh, jumping on with us once again, and very special guest Vidal on with us as well. Of course. Vidal, I can't believe you're leaving us, brother. We're going to miss you. (laughs) I can't believe I'm leaving either, but, you know. Last day. last, Last day I'm trying to. To enjoy it, and I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man. You, <laughs> I will. I'll tell you what, Clayton. I'm sure you, you feel similarly. Uh, Vidal, and and this last year has been really something. Right. Uh, I can always count on a smile on that face of when course. I walk through the door, man. Greeted with that ear to ear. I'll tell you this, and I mean this in all honesty, Vidal. It brightens my day every time. Oh, thank it you. It really does, dude. Thank you. Appreciate that. I let mean, me tell you. Let me tell for our listeners uh, who are listening and, and the 1280 the Zone family how I know Vidal. So um, I closely knitted here in the community with soccer and indoor soccer, and obviously me serving my mission in Peru. Know a ton of Peruvians here in Utah. Actually, there's 50,000 Peruvians. It's the second biggest uh, minority group in the state of Utah. Wow, I didn't know. So I met Vidal by playing indoor soccer. Met his his family, his brother-in-laws. We just became friends, and it just so turns out that Vidal's obviously bilingual. And we have a lot of Spanish speakers who come in, and we take care of those customers as well. And just so happens that with that charismatic smile and that good-looking hair, he's good at selling mattresses. <laughs> he can move some adjustables, baby. <laughs> so, uh, That's right. We talked to him. He came in, and now nah, we—it's something that my dad has taught me, and I really am very grateful to to my father. Um, having having family like presence here, even though they're not family, we're a family-owned business, and, and Vidal's become basically like family he he's been awesome and, and we're really grateful uh that he's been here and sold a lot of product for us and he's off to cooler things it's okay <laughs> working with a little family though right that's good uh yes uh we're actually moving into the <clears throat> with the family business 
So we're gonna be doing. He's gonna some, do his own family business. Uh, some remodelings and hopefully. The, That's great. Vidal's a great handyman, so he he's kind of <laughs> that utility guy that can do anything. So we're grateful for him and 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 for everything that he's done for us. And I just I just think it's so important, you know, just to hit on hit on this break that uh, we we have fought this year through through the pandemic to to you know keep our doors open to keep our employees here with jobs as well and it's something that uh we're very grateful for all our listeners here that support us just just good vibes and thank you thanks thanks to 12 days zone thanks to you guys and and uh if you ever need furniture if you ever need something for your house give us a shot we'd love to earn your business um and it, it's something what we'll 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 uh we'll respect and and try to get you the best deal that we can uh, 1825 South, 300 West. You know who's going to be bummed Vidal's leaving? Who? Coach Mac. Man, That's is, true. Yeah, what is Coach <laughs> yeah. Mac going to do? We Coach got Mac's along, we got along really well. So. You were boys. <laughs> Coach yeah. Mac is going to be bummed. Football Fridays, time. man. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. That's what I'm telling you. But, yeah, Vidal, we just want to say thanks. Uh, just to echo Clayton a little bit. Thanks for taking care of our listeners, man. Uh, seriously. Of course. We, we take great pride in uh, certainly our partnerships and clients, and but, you know, that, that when we send our listeners somewhere, they're well taken care of, and, uh, you know, you've been a big part of that. So we wanted to say thanks. And Thank you, and, and to be honest, it was an honor uh, being here in the Warehouse family. You know, more, more than just coming to work, it was, it was part, of my, part of my life. You know, it was right. it's like coming to a second family, you know. But uh, bigger doors have opened, and, and my family needs – Needs to to get a little bit bigger and 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 you know um, trying to get a trying to get into another business. So, hey, so. you know Vidal looks young, but he's got like eight kids. <laughs> we were talking about that. <laughs> Vidal and I were talking parenthood uh, a little bit earlier. You got to take care of hey, those kids. That's what I'll, you got to do. Here, here's here's two things to that. I'm LDS and I'm I'm Mexican. So there's there's <laughs> that means you have a lot of kids. kids. <laughs> that means kids. No, and and I'll finish on this, and then I'll let Vidal do a deal if he wants to do a deal as his last little deal, but. It's something that my dad would always preach too. The most important thing here is family at the warehouse. So, you know, if if Vidal needs to make a good decision for his family and take care of his family, best best take it. Absolutely. One door closes, another opens. So, yep. Vidal, any special deal you want to do before what you leave? Doing? Of course, let's do the Vidal special one more time. Let's the Vidal it. special Be- <laughs> before we close. You know, it was, it, like I said, it's an honor to serve you guys. Uh, all the listeners out there, just come and see me. Uh, probably one more one more hour. Uh, we have a queen size adjustable head up foot up uh, Bluetooth compatible. We have the queen size five zone uh, coils, and to be honest, I, I truly truly recommend that that special. Just not because it's without special, but because I also sleep on it every night. It's probably and, the best. And I love it. That's the one you got. I, that's the one I got. So that's why it's got my name on it. Any customer that comes in, let's do this. Any customer that comes in, this this we close at seven today. So anybody anybody that comes in before seven today. And I'll even honor it tomorrow. Um, you can do that queen bed that's head up, foot up, Bluetooth compatible for the nine ninety nine with the with the uh, the Tranquility, which is the memory foam mm-hmm. five zone fourteen inch hybrid, or choose one of these three, and I'll do one of those three for seven ninety nine, or do the nine ninety nine for for V. Wow. Awesome deal. So come get your queen bed. We still have an hour, and they'll do it tomorrow. And uh, Vidal, good luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, thanks for everything, Thank buddy. You. Thank you so much. It was an honor. We appreciate uh, you, Vidal. Good to know you guys. And, and like I said, 
Uh, I won't be a stranger. You will definitely see me here. Listo. Well, you better you better come back when we're here. Well, definitely yeah, every Friday. I'll, I'll try to be here every Friday. See, there you go, Clayton. Thank you, my <laughs> thank friend. Thank you guys. You, you guys are the best. We Muchisimas love the warehouse. Gracias. 1825 <laughs> South, 300 West. We'll have a Jazz Game Night pregame show coming up next. 97.5, 1280 The Zone.